In this bulletin, the Minister for Indigenous Australians, Linda Burney, has rejected calls by the federal opposition for a spending audit of First Nations programs. A stolen generation survivor has called on the Commonwealth Parliament to help better support those affected from the stolen generation. And a violent storm have left thousands of homes and businesses in Victoria without power. The Minister for Indigenous Australians, Linda Burney, has rejected calls by the federal opposition for a spending audit of First Nations programs. Senator Burney has called for more bipartisan effort to address Indigenous inequality after the latest Closing the Gap annual report revealed only four of 19 key areas were on target. Opposition leader Peter Dutton used a speech to Parliament on Tuesday after Prime Minister Anthony Albanese tabled the report to repeat calls for an audit of Indigenous programs. But Senator Burney has told the ABC calls for an audit seek to blame Indigenous community organisations for the report's findings. I don't think an audit is required. What's required is more effort and bipartisanship, quite frankly, across the parliament and across the country in terms of getting outcomes. The Prime Minister, who described the report's findings as inexcusable, has announced several new initiatives, including a First Nations Children's Commissioner, a jobs program and Wi-Fi upgrades for remote areas, as well as real-time reporting on deaths in custody. A stolen generation survivor has called on the Commonwealth Parliament to help better support those affected from the stolen generation. It comes after the 16th anniversary of the apology to the stolen generations was marked yesterday, where survivors and descendants came together at events around the country. In the capital, Ian Ham says he wants more action on the stolen generation's redress scheme across different parts of Australia. They say when you come to Canberra, make sure you have an ask. I haven't asked making an appeal. I personally beg you to talk to, engage with, lobby, hassle, hustle, badger, bludgeon, I not really care. The premiers and governments of Western Australia, Queensland, South Australia, New South Wales and Tasmania to establish or revisit their stolen generations redress schemes and get them to the benchmark of the Victorian redress scheme, imperfect as it may be. Hundreds of thousands of homes and businesses in Victoria are without power after violent storms swept through the state, toppling power lines after a day of scorching temperatures. The eastern and southeastern suburbs of Melbourne, including Waverley, Burwood East, Vermont South and Bentley, bore the brunt of the damage. At its peak, an estimated 500,000 properties were left in the dark as towers crumbled under the intense heat, transmission lines faulted and multiple generators disconnected from the grid. The Australian energy market operator attributed those power outages to storm activity, strong winds and lightning. Currently, 280,000 properties are without power. The Chief Executive of Victoria's Chamber of Commerce and Industry, Paul Guerrera, tells Radio 3AW the energy grid in the state is not fit for purpose. And the future for Victorians in terms of energy is not good. The Energy Minister needs to come out and actually show where the roadmap is to give every Victorian, whether they're a business or a citizen, confidence that we are not going to face this again. 
Emergency responders are assessing the extent of property damage caused by the raging bushfires in Victoria's eastern and central regions as three fires continue to burn out of control. In the Mount Stapleton and Belfield areas within the Grampians National Park, the immediate threat has diminished after residents were advised to seek shelter yesterday afternoon. In Pominal, five firefighters were slightly injured after their fire truck was engulfed by flames. Chief Officer of the Country Fire Authority, Jason Heffernan, tells the ABC Belfield Blaze is the primary focus for firefighting crews. We do know there is, has been property loss, uh, both homes and, and outbuildings, and today's job is to, to go in there and survey the damage uh, to get those total numbers. It is still an emergency warning, at two, uh, not, not uh, to, to shelter now, uh, it's too late to leave, and that's largely uh, driven from a fire situation, but also from a very dangerous tree situation, uh, obviously, uh, with uh, still some, some moderate winds out there. It is very dangerous for anyone to be in and around that area, so that is still at an emergency uh, warning level, and crews are continuing to, uh, to fight that fire. The fire has already consumed over 2,100 hectares. United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres says public order has broken down in Gaza and an Israeli military offensive in Rafah, the southern city where some 1.5 million Palestinians have sought refuge, would have devastating consequences. Well, I am particularly worried with the deteriorating conditions and security for humanitarian aid delivery in Gaza. There is a breakdown in public order. At the same time, we have restrictions imposed by Israel that are not improved and limit humanitarian distribution. My sincere hope is that the negotiations for the release of hostages and some form of cessation of hostilities to be successful, to avoid a all-out offensive over Rafa, where core of the humanitarian system is located, and that would have devastating consequences. Flower growers and florists are preparing to send a quarter of a million roses into Australian hearts and homes this Valentine's Day, and that's just in the nation's most populous state. Growers and wholesalers take months to prepare for the Valentine's Day rush, selling an estimated 250,000 roses through the Sydney flower market. The market accounts for about 75% of the wholesale cut flower trade in New South Wales. Florists and wholesalers hit the market as early as 3am to find the freshest flowers. And in cricket, Mitch Marsh says he will happily slot back to number three ahead of the T20 World Cup to allow Travis Head to return to the top of the order. Marsh was promoted to opener for the series finale against the West Indies in Perth last night. The West Indies won the match by 37 runs, but Australia claimed the series 2-1. And now for a look at today's weather. Broome, partly cloudy 34, Perth, sunny 37, Adelaide, partly cloudy 24, Melbourne, partly cloudy 19, Hobart, partly cloudy 20, Albury-Wodonga, sunny 28, Canberra, a shower or two and a possible storm 28, Wollongong, showers and a possible storm 27, Sydney, showers and a possible storm 30, Newcastle, showers and a possible storm 34, Brisbane, partly cloudy 31, Townsville, a shower or two developing 31, Cairns, partly cloudy 32, Alice Springs, sunny 39, Darwin, a possible storm 
from Heavy Falls 31 and the Torres Strait Islands a shower and possible storm 32. And that is NITV Radio News. 